and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about House of Gucci, King Richard, and Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Raccoon. Ha- highs and lows. <laughs> I mean, it's like... More lows than highs, to be honest. <gasps> you think? Yeah, after thinking about okay, it. Okay, hot takes. Uh, with me as always, my wonderful co-host, Adrian McMillan. What's up? How are you doing? Fine. How's your life been? How's your week been? Well, we had Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Post-Thanksgiving. Post-Thanksgiving. We hope you had a lot to eat. And we did, for sure. I only had one plate, though. Me too. Because I didn't want to overstuff myself. Yeah. I did good until the dessert. Mm. And even dessert, like, I had... Uh, our friends brought a pie that was made of ice cream. Mm-hmm. I only had maybe two bites of that because mm. I was and Alana and me split. AK, I did that on purpose so mm. she would eat it and I would just take like two bites. Mm. Um, and then I got a little sliver of the pumpkin one, and then I got a decent sized of the apple pie that you brought, which was mm-hmm. delicious. It was good. Um, and but I still didn't feel like ill. I was just like I'm full. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I had a big plate of food. I didn't have any salad. <laughs> That's okay. Salad's not really a Thanksgiving. It was just to, like, lighten it up a yeah. little bit. I saw the bowl yeah. after I had filled my plate. And yeah. I said, sorry, God. Yeah. Not that he told me to eat salad, but, like, you know what I mean? I was just like, whoops. What did we have? We had ham. We had turkey. Ham, turkey. Oh, I didn't get any ham. Yeah. I forgot that, too, but I brought that home. I didn't bring the salad. We had... Ham, turkey. Normal stuffing, sausage stuffing, mm-hmm. green bean casserole, mm-hmm. two types of sweet potatoes, uh, the salad. Um, rice and gravy. Rice and gravy. We had carrots. We had Brussels sprouts. <laughs> the Brussels sprouts were so... I could have eaten that whole bowl alone. <laughs> I had to like stop because I was like, other people are going to want this. Yeah. So that already was like 15 things. That's a lot. <laughs> Plus charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. Crudite. I cut the dates with goat cheese, Young which maybe we can make today, because I left all the ingredients there. Uh, 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 cranberry sauce? Cranberry sauce and cranberry jelly. Is that what it's called in the can? I think so. A jellied cranberry. Boof. Um, mashed potatoes. Ma- they were good. It so was, many things. We ate. I mean, we really ate. And then we played bingo. We played bingo. We played Uno. We played Uno. We watched America's Says. We watched America's Says. We watched the parade. <sighs> yeah. We did a lot. The parade was really good. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently Annie and Harry Connick Jr. were singing live for some oh, of it. Okay. Obviously not her big note in The Sun Will Come Out. Yeah. Um, but the, apparently some of it they were singing live. That's impressive. Yeah. It's cold. <laughs> and Annie didn't even have sleeves. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> It was bad. But it was a good week overall. Yeah, and you didn't work Friday. Or Thursday. Or Thursday. And Wednesday you only worked like a chunk of it. Or you just went early. Yeah, exactly. What time did you go in? 6.30. So what time did you wake up? 5.45. Oh. Oh, God. At 4.30 the other morning, um, a car, my window butts up to a driveway, Mm. and I heard, and I woke up, and then I have a fan blowing outside air, Mm. and so all of a sudden my room just smelled like a muffler. Like exhaust. Yeah, at 4.30 in the morning. I didn't go back to sleep for like half an hour. I was like, 
And, you know, that's when I started talking to God. I'm like, Jesus, all I want is to sleep. I'm not asking for money or riches. I just want to rest. <laughs> that's all I'm asking You can for. get carbon monoxide poisoning. And if I die, remember, I was nice. I only remember the good stuff. Yeah. <sighs> um, yeah. My dad just Facebook messaged me and said, yep, out of nowhere. Like, he is... Not okay. Um, first, we're going to talk about the biggest movie of the year. No. House of Gucci. Not the biggest movie of the year. Father, Son, House of Gucci. Was that good? Yeah. House of Gucci stars Lady Gaga. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Jared Leto. Yeah. Selma Hayek. Yeah. And other famous folk. Mm-hmm. It is about this woman who marries into the Gucci family and then tries to take it over and get take out the trash, as Lady Gaga says. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes. Um, and it turns into a big murder plot. Not even, really. That takes five minutes of the movie. Yes. It's way too long. It is two hours and 37 minutes. It didn't feel slow. It definitely moved and progressed. Okay. But looking back on it, eh, it's really just okay. See, I really wish it wouldn't be nominated for Oscars, though. It's not an Oscar-worthy film to me. These are hot takes. On any level. Okay. I have a different opinion. I mean, I understand what you're saying, though. I agree with everything you're saying. I thought it was really fun. You're going to dislike this word because I use it too much. It is a definition of, like, camp film. Ridley Scott directing a campy kind of movie is weird to me. But for the most part, I think that it lived up to exactly what it was supposed to be, which is, like, basically a very steroid-injected lifetime movie. Like, it's over the top, it's got stars, it's Lady Gaga, like, batting at 150 when it needs to be, like, 75. Yeah, and it, it wasn't great. I thought, you really have a different take than you had the other day. Yeah, it's, I have sat with it. I thought she was good, not great. I thought she did exactly what the movie was calling for. Had mm-hmm. she been very, like, subdued and not, like, going for it, it would have been not worth seeing. Mm-hmm. I thought she was great. I thought Adam Driver was great as always. Uh, what's his face? Jared Leto, who is hit or miss to me. Morbius looks like maybe the worst movie ever made coming out soon. Um, Are we going to see that? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm not. I saw Welcome to Raccoon City, so I think I'm pretty much open to whatever. But we didn't see Clifford, which Alana has now told me a hundred times, looks cute. I'm like, then go see it. You're welcome to go see it. Um, Al Pacino was the best part of this movie. Al Pacino was great, being Al Pacino. Jared Leto was in a fat suit and had a bald wig or cap or whatever. And he was great, but like, I think my largest problem with the movie as a whole was... Similar to when Spencer popped out and all of a sudden showed, like, the house staff's point of view. Mm. The first, like, 45 minutes are all Lady Gaga. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, there's all these scenes without Lady Gaga with, like, no change in tone. So it's like, we're seeing the movie through this woman's, like, lens. But then 
were not. That's where I think the timing it got bloated. Mm-hmm. Is like if they had just stuck with her storyline, mm-hmm. her outside perspective of Gucci and the Gucci Empire, I think it would have been a stronger movie. Maybe. I just cannot envision this like winning Academy Awards. I don't think it's going to win anything. I do think she's going to get nominated. In, I, th- that would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was fun. The problem to me was the audience. <laughs> we went to see it the first night it came out, which is always going to be a mixed bag. People were laughing before it started. Mm-hmm. Everyone was laughing in all these moments that she says in the trailer because it's Lady Gaga mm-hmm. and we, you know... But sometimes I was like, it's not really that funny. Mm-mm. Like, if we could just, like, sit and just be in the moment with the movie, it's like... I thought she had some really... I think she's a really good actress. Uh, but I don't want to see her play, like, Diane, Princess Diana. Like, I could never see her in that type of movie. Yeah. The part that took me out really with her was when she was dressed up like a man, essentially, to pay the hitman that i was like okay now this is lady gaga in a movie whereas other parts i could accept her in the character however heightened it was that was a moment that i was like okay nobody really thought this through because she's essentially dressed up just like this on the vmas like 10 years ago (laughs) that's what i'm saying yeah it's it is tough you know how oprah says she has trouble being in movies because she's oprah Mm -hmm. i think lady gaga has the same problem yeah it's Lady Gaga, so like it's hard when she's glammed and in wigs, and it it is tough sometimes. That accent. The accent was wild, but at least she stuck with it. Yeah, um, I don't ever ever need to see it again. I like I could not even fathom sitting through that again for any reason. You could. Yeah, I'd like to see it one more time mm-hmm. with people who aren't laughing or talking. That's what I'm saying. I don't know, but the people laughing thing made me think that they weren't taking it seriously. Well, they aren't. Yeah. But that's like a tone issue. Yeah, I, definitely. I think that was, they were trying to be funny in a lot of ways. They wanted it to be that kind of like mommy dearest, like level of camp, I would say. Mm. But the moment that really killed it, the part where they have Anna Wintour yeah. and Andre Leon Talley. I was like, okay, now we're just getting into, like, fluff. Like, this is stupid. And that woman, no disrespect to her as an actress, she was not good. And, like, the moment just wasn't good. It really, like, I was like, okay, this is bad. Maybe this movie isn't good. I did go back and forth in my mind a lot. Like, is this good or is it bad? I think that means it's not great. Yeah, I. but, it, like, again, yeah, I agree with you. But I thought it was fun. It was exactly what I wanted from House of Gucci starring Lady Gaga. There you go. That's all you could ask for. I gave it three stars on uh, Letterboxd. Patrick probably gave it one. No, I think he gave three and a half. That's pretty good. Yeah. What do you give Raccoon City? I don't know. I'm sure I could tell you. Um, next, we're going to talk about King Richard starring Will Smith, Anjanou Ellis, John Berenthal, Bernthal, Bernthal, and... Uh, Tony Goldwyn. Yeah. It is about Serena and Vanessa Williams' father and their rise to fame in the junior level of tennis. Mm -hmm. Sort of like everything that led them up to being Venus and Serena Williams. 
Yeah. Um, he gave Raccoon City three stars. Oh. Wow. Okay. That's Patrick's podcast. Yeah. He should just do his letterbox reviews in a podcast. I'd listen to that. <laughs> um, I will say. I went again in this movie. I sat and thinking, is this good or is this bad? Basically, the majority of the movie. Yeah. But what I came to realize is it's a really good movie. I think so, too. I knew the reviews weren't going to just, like, totally be wrong, and it wasn't. I, like, once it's getting 90-something percent on everything and yeah. everybody's saying, oh, he's about to win, like, there's a degree where it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, I thought Will Smith was the perfect person to play the part. And once they showed the clip of the father at the end, I thought, wow, they really nailed the casting with this. The character, who is a real person, obviously, mm-hmm. is, you said it best, insufferable. <laughs> he is a tough character to watch. Yes. Every opportunity that these girls have, he almost sabotages. Luckily, we know the outcome, and they're the biggest athletes of all time. But watching it, I mean, it, I cringed. I put my, I covered my eyes more than once. Like, it was so hard to watch him like just dump on everything and they leaned into that hard they leaned, obviously because it's just about him yes again the uh, with the lens thing this movie i think might have been even better mm-hmm. if they had taken a step back and included more of the mother's story yeah and their story as serena and vanessa right that's what at the end i was like okay what we're Venus, missing here not vanessa what did I say? Vanessa. Oh, Venus and Serena. Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams, who's another famous Williams, sadly not in this film. No. But should have been included. I'd like to see her story as well. Um, Venus and Serena, like them as kids, I wanted to see. Because those moments in the movie were really sweet. Patrick just texted me. Did he just say Vanessa? Vanessa. I did say Vanessa Williams. And I apologize. <laughs> There's nothing redeemable about King Richard Williams. Richard Williams, the man. Besides him wanting to do good for his kids. In a very overbearing, psychotic way. Yes. That's not redeemable to me. Yeah, I I mean, I agree. It was tough. But he, like, stood up for them every chance he could in his weird way. Yeah. Which is good. But, like, I mean, he's just not... Not it. No. It... Yeah, it's like they got, they were successful almost in spite of him. Exactly. Which was, I mean, the things that they're saying no to and turning their nose up as, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Also, apparently I was looking up after the movie, of course, the like facts and fictions about the movie. And they like could have, they moved into that neighborhood because he wanted them to experience like a tougher lifestyle they he never saw the guy get shot which was like a plot point in the movie so some of the things that they like he really had like an interesting path for those girls again it all worked out but he he was an, he was nuts i mean it's just like any stage parent i guess yeah, that's true Where like you're taking you're shuffling kids from pageant to pageant or show to show yeah audition to audition it's the same idea yeah but he just like really worked them hard. Yeah. Um, now, Will Smith, I thought was great in the movie. Mm-hmm. He was fully committed the entire time, mm-hmm. which he's Will Smith, of course he did. But like, 
it was a very good showcase for him as an actor. Yeah. We got basically every level he's going to give us. I think so, too. Um, Anjanou Ellis, the mother, had amazing... She That's why I wanted more of her, because her moments were, like, the heavier parts of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Because she was incredible, I thought. Yeah. Um, also, the little girls really were playing tennis. That's amazing. And they were, like... I just thought, like, how do they do this? Uh, that's, like, a logistical thing, but, like, I'm watching and thinking, like, how do they plot where the ball's gonna go so that it can be out it must have taken forever to film that stuff just hundreds of takes probably have you ever played tennis Mm -hmm. i love it you do Mm -hmm. it's fun we used to have tennis courts at our old complex that's right what's that place called the mat the mat (laughs) uh anyway king richard also streaming on hbo max so if you want to watch it at your house and i would say watch it at home yeah, it's a it's a good movie to watch at home. I didn't need in the theater to watch it. Again, long. It was long. And people were talking. Yeah. Um also, would you what would you do if you were sitting in the middle of the aisle and one person came on one side of you and then another person came on the other side of you and there're plenty of open seats? I'd cry. Yeah, especially now like after the movie starts, after like 10 minutes, you can move. That was weird to me. Why would you sit right next to somebody if the aisle is open? Yeah. Huh? It gave me chills watching those poor people just get boxed in the middle. <laughs> um, finally, we're going to talk about Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Which I did not watch. Do you have any desire to watch it? No. Um, you know, Resident Evil, not a franchise I think about ever. <laughs> Mila Jovovich has been in all the other ones. Mm. I think she's excellent. Mm. But those movies, I've always enjoyed, but like I don't ever think about them the next day. Yeah. Patrick wanted to see it. I'm down to see whatever. Yeah. And honestly, I thought it was pretty fun. I think you actually would have liked it. Really? Because it's scary in like a fun way. Mm. Um, scary is maybe not the right word, but it's like a thriller in that type of way. Mm-hmm. I think my problem always with Resident Evil has been... Um, the tone. Like, it's not necessarily a scary movie, but it's just sort of like, I don't know, it, it's almost like that Dawn of the Dead genre, like a zombie movie, mm-hmm. but it's like they've just always kind of struggled with like, what is this? More like action film, action zombie Exactly, film. exactly. Um, but I did think it was pretty fun this is a reboot so it's a whole new like story it's a whole new version of the same story basically mm. patrick was thrilled he said it's very accurate to the video game that didn't mean a whole lot to me but he was tickled about it <laughs> that's amazing um so if you're looking for something different to watch i'd say go see resident evil welcome to raccoon city it'll probably be playing for like two more days yeah, and it was the first night, and there were maybe 10 people in the theater. Not a good sign. For a reboot of a franchise, that made me a little sad. But those types of movies, it's like, don't breathe. You know what I mean? Those right. movies live on in a different way than, like, weird. Box office. Numbers. Exactly. I see what you mean. But much, it could have been online or uh, on an app or something. And a lot of times it, it looked like it was definitely made for... Um, a low bar, a low budget. <laughs> um, but it, I, like I said, I had a good time. I thought it was fun. How much is House of Gucci supposed to make? Should I tell you? Yeah. House of Gucci box office projection. Mm-hmm. House of Gucci box office projection. 
You think it's going to be number one? Mm-hmm. And Kanto leads with projected $44 million opening House of Gucci with 21. That's I think that's good for that type of movie. Yeah, that says, well, MGM's House of Gucci has become one of the first adult dramas to draw a substantial theatrical audience during the pandemic era. Yeah. Wow. House of Gucci. House of Gucci. Um, next, we're going to talk about our question of the week, which comes from Claire, who said, in a hundred years, name ten movies uh, we will still be talking about. That's impossible. I don't know about ten, but let's think of five. Like legitimate films that people will still be talking from like our recent history or like of all time? I'd say of all time. Well, then it will just be the classics. Okay, but even thinking about it now, in a hundred years, what will people still be talking about? I think just the classics. Which would be? Like the Citizen Kane, the Gone with the Wind, those movies. Like, look at the AFI top 10, our top 100, and I don't see why anything, I don't know of any movie recently that would ever be, like, added to that list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm curious, like, I think one of the more recent, I don't, I wonder what the most recent addition to that list is. Twilight. No. <laughs> People will be talking about that in different ways, probably for 100 years. Harry Potter. Maybe Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So Avatar. just like big blockbuster movies? No. Avatar, definitely not. The Avengers? Mm, maybe. Just again, in terms of like financial aspect. Yeah, what is our modern day classic? I don't know that we have one. Titanic. The, uh, yeah. But even now, sitting here, Titanic, people aren't really talking about Titanic anymore. No. I am, but like... But that's probably one of the more recent additions to the AFI list. Because like on there, there's, you know, there's everything. Yeah. That's Wizard like, of Oz. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. No. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I don't know of any. There are movies that I think that people should talk about. Jesse and Celeste forever. Celeste, Celeste and Jesse forever. <laughs> but not even that. I yeah. don't know. That's a hard question. It's hard. Yeah. We're going to think about it. Thank you so much for your question. If you have any questions, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Now, a star is born. How much would you pay for her to sing Always Remember Us This Way? <laughs> like, I just want them to do a concert where they just sing the soundtrack. Yeah. I know that moment has certainly passed, but I still want it. Maybe if you're rich one day, you can just pay for it. I don't think I'd be able to afford her. Do you know how much it is just to have, like, Madonna at your house? It's, like, millions of dollars. Yeah. But people pay it, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, Lulu Lemon. Is that the one who had the documentary? Yeah. No, Lula Rowe. Mm. They had Kelly Clarkson. And Katy Perry. <laughs> they're, I think they're more my budget. Yeah. Um, When I'm rich in the future. Our songs of the week, Adrian. What's yours? Mine is actually I don't know what it is. Oh yes, I do. In Too Deep by Jacob Collier, who you know I love. (laughs) 
You be making me feel like I'm lonely, baby And I don't know what I did wrong I don't know why Lately I've been driving myself crazy, baby Girl, you left me all alone You know that Did I forget to feel Everything is falling down Baby, this whole world is nothing without you I don't know what I can do I thought it was real But girl, you got me crashing down Baby, I still love you, Lord I know it's true I don't know what I have now I'm all alone. He's so good. He got nominated for a Grammy. He will probably every year. We didn't talk about the Grammy nominations. I didn't even look at them. Anything surprised you? I, did, I just said I didn't look at them. Or Casey Musgraves. <laughs> I think it was basically what we had thought it would be. Yeah. We're rooting for Olivia. I didn't say that. <sighs> Come on. She deserves to win everything. My song of the week. Are you ready? Here we go. Kelly Clarkson, Ariana Grande, Santa, can't you hear me? <laughs> song from kelly's album every week. no i'll do one kelly song i'm allowed to have my thoughts and it is only christmas for so many weeks so when that is over i'll do regular songs okay what next what are you looking forward to in the coming week i have something but i don't think i should say it but it's something good <laughs> Don't make it sound like you have an operation tomorrow. Well, no, you just said, what would I be looking forward to? Oh, no, to? that's true. Don't put your eyes up at me. So that's what I'm saying. That It's something great, but I can't say. Yeah. what come, I don't even know what comes out this week. No idea. Obviously, yeah. But two weeks, it's starting to get good. Then it's West Side Story. It's the Ricardos. Mm-hmm. And that movie we saw advertised last night. 
about um, football. Oh, that looks awful. December 10th. I'd never even seen an ad. Yesterday I saw a poster and an ad. I said, <laughs> they really bankrolled the budget this week. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Um, thank you so much for listening to us today. We hope you have a great week. Take care of yourselves. And really sad about Stephen Sondheim. R.I.P. We're thinking about it. Yes. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, then hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at at Curry Terrell and at Adrian McMill. Follow us on Twitter at at Curry Terrell and at Yo Adrian McMill. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.